now that I'm complete within my outside character becomes my twin. So what I, what from the inside out, you know, something works in the inside is going to work on the outside. That is part of my being. That is part of my character. This is Grow To Be Free, a self-development podcast that helps ambitious ladies pursue their dreams while finding peace, happiness, and maintaining a thriving mental health. My name is Kiani, and I burnt myself out at age 22. I didn't know my purpose. I hated my job. I thought money was the answer to all my problems, and girl, was I sad. I fought through anxiety and depression by working on myself nonstop. Now, I can honestly say that I am happy, I find peace every single day, and I'm on a journey to discover my best life. Join me as I sit with other ambitious gals who have learned to unlock this new level of life. Think of us as the girlfriends that actually grow with you. We'll share all the tangible tips to help you transform your mindset, mental health, relationships, faith, and finances. Plug in your headphones, get ready to jot down some notes, and let yourself be inspired. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grow To Be Free podcast. Today's guest is someone who is very well known in the city of San Diego and across the country as a philanthropist and very successful lady in business. She's the president and CEO of Gwyn Industries, Gwyn Foods, Gwyn Sports, and president of the Tony and Alicia Gwyn Foundation, a charity organization dedicated to bettering the lives of disadvantaged youth. Dr. Gwyn has won many prestigious awards in the areas of business, philanthropy, and community service. She's authored to an incredible book called The Creed of Life, Practical Principles for Character Building. I can go on and on about her accomplishments, but without further ado, my guest is the lovely and incredible Dr. Alicia Gwynn, wife to the late and great Tony Gwynn of the San Diego Padres. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Gwynn. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. Yes. So today's topic is how to build character as a successful woman. And I heard you speak a little while ago. And one thing that you really talked about a lot was character. And I really wanted the listeners to hear a little bit about how you define character for yourself, because we live in a day and age where nobody really talks about character. Like we talk about like, oh, be yourself and, you know, be who you want to be. But but nobody really talks about like, okay, well, what does that mean? And I feel like character is a really big part of that. So how do you define character for yourself? So I define character it, um, is the foundation of my being. And so when I talk about that, I talk about me, myself, and I, how I, my body, my soul, my spirit. But when I, when the foundation is laid, part of my, that foundation becomes my attitude, my behavior, my communication, and my discipline. And those things make up my being each day. Every day I get up, it's about my being. Nice. And you call those the ABCDs, right? Absolutely. The ABC, yeah. we talk about your attitude, you know, um, the attitude is so important, you know, and that starts internally. When I get up in the morning, I have to know uh, is how I feel. My, how I feel is going to project how I 
my attitude is on the outside. So I, I always try to get out with a positive attitude, no matter what, you know, and there are times that, you know, I get up in the morning, I just don't feel like it. But, right. you know, I start thinking about how I'm going to complete my day. I'm not going to com complete my day with a bad attitude. So I'm going to start with that. I'm, I'm going to lay my foundation. My foundation is a part of my being. So I'm always going to recognize my attitude, my behavior. You know, my actions is a part of my behavior. How I portray my actions is the heart of my behavior. How I communicate, how, you know, how disciplined I am in certain areas. And as a woman, you know, we, we all, we have these little obstacles that we think that we have to climb, but we really don't like we're uh, always competing against men or whatever. But, you know, we really, if we be our, our authentic selves, it's even better that we succeed because we try to, as hard as it is, we try to block, you block out the negativity and you bring positivity into your life, you know, and that's how you keep a positive attitude. Your behavior is positive, positive communication. And you're not always going to get all these things to be positive, but you have to learn how to deal with them. And you're going to have to learn how to make them turn them into positive things, you know, because, you know, if we listen to a lot, of what's going on in the external environment, we, we're going to be in trouble and see, it starts from within, you know, part of my creed is driven instead of just tapping deep down inside, you know, like, making sure you love yourself, making sure that you are who you want to be. And if you're not who you want to be, you get to that place where you want to be. You could work that in. And so always it, it starts with loving yourself and liking who you are and being who you want to be, not what everybody else wants you to be, but being who you want to be, no matter what everyone says, you have to focus and stay the course of who you want to be. And you have to, that you, your influence from the inside will influence, influ, influences your outside character. And so that's important to make sure you're internally sound. And when you're internally sound, that means you love yourself. You like who you are and that you could uh, overcome any obstacle, you know, by being your authentic self. Amen to that. That's amazing. Yeah. I I know that you spent a lot of time, like you took in 40 plus kids to help raise them. I, that is like, that's incredible. I don't know if I could ever do that to be honest, but um, I, I thought that was amazing because you said something about you wanting them to become better humans. And at the end of the day, that's what character really is, is just becoming the best version of yourself, or at least that's how I kind of see it. And, and right now you were just talking about uh, allowing yourself to be who you want to be. So when you had those 40 kids and you were kind of teaching them these, these principles and concepts, were, were you teaching them certain traits that, that you thought were um, going to be good for them to learn? Or did you kind of allow them to grow in and find out like, hey, like this is who I want to be? And like, how did that look for you? So I kind of allowed them to grow in who they are and on the way steps, things that I could teach them. And one of the things that I always taught every child in that home is 
Love who you are. Be who you are. Be your authentic self because that drives you to success. When you are your, your, yourself and you are doing what you love doing, not what everybody else likes you to do. And so I made sure, and it was very important, that I didn't try to disrupt the uh, growing of their being. I did not try to uh, disrupt the maturing of their being. Yes, along the way, there was attributes that I could give them to help them become that better being, but I never tried to disrupt who they are because every child in that uh, home had a different personality and you had to deal with every child in a different way. You, There was no two child alike that you de dealt with, you know? And one of the things that I always wanted to make sure is the start of is making sure that every child loved themselves and they like who they were and they who they wanted to be. And, you know, to, to start off being, you know, on their way to being successful, on their way to having good character in even in who they were wanted to be. I, I'm I'm a person who always allows a person whoever you want to be. That's who you be. But love who you want to be. For the last four years, I personally have been using journaling as a healing practice and it's literally transformed my life. It's one of the key ways I've been able to work through my anxiety, get myself out of depression and really begin to thrive in life. If you're looking to get into journaling or you are in need of a new one, the Ambitious Peace journals are now available on Amazon. For those of you who don't know, these are super cute aesthetic journals with a different encouraging, motivational and insightful quote on every single page. They're small enough to fit in a purse, they're college ruled, and have 150 pages of space to free write, jot down your life plan, or to process those really tough thoughts and emotions. If you have been watching this on YouTube or Spotify, you'll be able to see what they look like, but I will describe them for everybody, so don't worry. One is this monochromatic chocolate wave design. The second one is another monochromatic look, but it's like a pink, light pink painting on canvas. And the last one is a light blue, white square geometric pattern that is very satisfying to the eye. My favorite one happens to be the chocolate one, but I'm looking forward to hearing which one is your favorite. So let me know in the comments or in your reviews. Again, you can find these on Amazon. I will link the Amazon link in the description of this show. And without further ado, let's get back to the episode. Amen to that. And, you know, this is a question that just kind of came up in my head, too, of like, you know, some people, they might engage in maybe self-destructive behaviors, whatever that might mean for them. Maybe it's like over drinking or, you know, partying or, you mm. know, um, engaging in things that maybe not, may not be help, or helpful to them or healthy to them. And sometimes they say, well, that's just who I am. You know, that that's just me. And uh, there's parts of me that look at somebody who might say that about themselves and think, well, that's not necessarily you, but like, how, how do you navigate that with somebody? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I, 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 yeah, it's funny that you talked about someone drinking 
And, you know, a lot of times uh, people resort to different things like drinking, picking drugs, you know. And, you know, I had a child in the home and he was having some problems. So he started drinking and we sat down one day and I said, you know something? So when you come off that high, guess what? That problem still exists. Mm. See, it's not the problem that counts, it's the solution. So what we need to do is sit down and find a solution to your problem because, see, that high could keep you there all day long as long as you drink. But when you come off that high, hello, the problem is still there. It's finding a solution, wrapping your, uh, your head around what needs to be solved. And when you learn to do that and see, that comes again with the foundation of your being. Will you, do you have the right attitude to try to solve that problem? How is your behavior? Uh, what are you doing? And what signs are you giving off? What type of behavior are you giving off to solve that problem? How are you communicating to get that problem solved? You might need to talk to someone to help you with your problem and discipline, staying the course, staying the course to alleviate that problem, to solve that problem. And I think that's what, you know, when we can find within ourselves instead of first, you know, and again, when we can, we're better off when we know that we love ourselves, we like ourselves, we could, we could dig within, you know, we could dig within to help solve that problem because, you know, we're pretty, we're, we're, we're really sound in our being. And, you know, the, it's not always easy, but we could overcome because our internal foundation has been laid and it really helps us. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I love how you tied it back into those ABCs because it's it's really true that you know we we can't focus on the problem. We have to focus on what the solution is, and we don't always know what the solution is, and we kind of have to dig deep in our communication, in um, our discipline. We have to really dive into those, and sometimes that requires a little bit of work. But that work will be worth it because you'll actually end up solving the problem that you're having in the first place. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of dive into what a what moment you had in your lifetime where you felt was a really defining moment in your character. Like maybe there's a story involved with mm -hmm. it or, you know, how, how did that really shape your character today? So, you know, I grew up in a home with my, both my parents were elders. So we were sort of a strict um environment. So, but I was kind of sheltered then. And I remember getting out on my own. And when Tony became this quote unquote superstar, and I remember uh, all the time I was with him and, you know, we'd start together holding hands, but there was always so many fans. I'd wind up way in the back and he in the front. And I didn't like it, but and I remember at the beginning, I was a little irritated, you know, and I remembered, hey, you know, it's almost like you knew what this job entailed. It's almost like you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Not really, but that's what you're saying. So I really, at that moment, I really realized 
how my attitude had to be because it was a reflection of on him, you know, and I uh, really had to dig deep in how I was carrying myself, how my behavior, how I looked to people on the outside, you know, you know, and I really realized that that was the moment that I really had to get myself together and have that real sound character as a wife with a husband doing a job that's part of his job. And I really had to learn, you know, as, as I was coming into uh, being that professional uh, baseball player's wife, I really had to learn a lot of things, how to carry myself, how to uh, learn to even communicate with the fans who weren't always really nice, you know, and I, you know, you, you dig with you, you send back a positive to them, you know, instead of, and, and I, and I, I learned how to communicate with them, you know, in a very nice way. And, you know, really letting them know how much I appreciated them, you know, for supporting my husband. And so I, I stayed a certain way and I disciplined myself as a wife, quote unquote, you know, because those, that was part of the, it, you know, it came with the territory, you know, and so that, that was a defining moment, you know, learning how to become that wife that would be a great reflection on my husband. Mm. Got it. And then when you were going about learning that, is that something that you talked to with a mentor and maybe they helped you a little bit? Or was this more of like, uh, like, did you read any books or is there anything like specific that you were looking to, to, I guess, be that example or any, anything that really helped you along that path? You know, I'm not sure if I, I've never read any books. I really didn't talk to anybody, but I watch certain people like, you know, uh, Jackie Robinson, Rachel Robinson. I watched how they carried themselves. Uh, Billy Aaron, I watched how she carried. There was different people that you watched and you how gracefully they were in the game, you know, but I had to learn a lot of things on my own, you know, how to communicate with people, how to communicate with the fans, no matter how ugly they would act. You had to keep that positive attitude. You know, I always tell people, you know, when you're sitting in a stand and you're at an opposing team and they're calling your husband all kind of names, you know what? That's something you have to suck up, you know, and it's something that you don't you don't respond to that because, you know, in that moment, I thought, well, I know who my husband is and I know what he does, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, these people are having fun is their moment. This is their moment. They want to uh, show up, show out, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, in the stand. So sometimes those things you have to just suck it up. It gracefully and, you know, show, you know, you got to contain yourself sometimes because sometimes those fans weren't so nice. But, you know, in those moments, you know, you really have to, this is where discipline comes in, containing yourself. Some words, there's no words sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have to let people talk and not say anything, but remembering who you are and remembering the example that you want to set, you want to let people know what kind of being you are, you are the, with great character. And, you know, sometimes it wasn't always easy, but you know what? It was about 
what do you want to do? Do you want to reflect on your husband badly? And, and you as a person, yourself too, as a woman, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was some of the things that I had to learn, you know? Psst. Are you enjoying this episode as much as I am? Girl, I hope so. If you're getting anything positive from this podcast, I would love it if you left a review and shared it with a friend you feel like needs to hear it. I know you hear this a lot, but this is really the only way other people can benefit and grow from this information as well. If you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you have a desire for the world to be in a better place. And what better way to do that than by spreading awareness of self-development to help each person grow and be better a little more each day. And you might be asking, well, what's in it for you? Well, I'll shout you out on a future episode if you leave a review. Plus, at that point, we're pretty much friends. And the best part, it's completely free. So thank you so much for being a listener of Grow To Be Free. It really means the world to me. And now, back to the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, something kind of stood out to me when you were sharing that. It, and a- another thing could be, you know, rooting what you know in truth, because you said, oh, I-, I know what my husband can do. I know what he stands for. Like, whatever they were taunting him with, it's it's it wasn't true for you. So there was no sense in, you know, going off and, you know, telling them off because it his truth and your truth would stand tall against that. So there was like no sense in it. Plus you, you knew in yourself, like, Hey, this isn't me to kind of clap back at them (laughs) because you knew who you were. And so you were standing in that truth. So that's, that's just something that came out. um, Yeah. But you always also let people have their truth. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't tell people, no, that's not true. I let them have their truth. That's the way they feel. I'm going to allow them to have their truth, but I'm going to always have my truth and my truth is always going to, is going to trump over their truth as far as, you know, anybody in my family, in my house or who's someone who I live with and who's my partner and who my soulmate, you know, but I'm going to let them have their truth because that that's maybe that's the way they feel and okay. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Uh, so I know we're kind of tight on time, but I just wanted to cover just one more question before we wrap up. But um, so in the conference that we were at, somebody had asked a question about uh, how it was like for you in maybe meeting people and knowing that you have done very significant work in business and philanthropy. And a lot of that was solely your work. And they would come up to you and tell you that it it was Tony's work or congratulate him because they thought that he did it. And I, I know that was a challenge because I would feel very challenged by that. And so how did you really, really learn how to stand up for yourself in that moment and say like, you know, correct the situation and let people know who you were, but do it in like a very like respectable way, I guess. And, and you, and you do, and you let people know what I did is I let people know who I was, you know, um, there was a defining moment where I would say, you know, even though I'm married to Tony, we are co-interdependent. Okay. I said, he has his thing. I have my thing. And I said, 
He's not, I'm not going to take away what he does and he's not going to take away what I do. And I said, so this is me. This is who I am. And this is what you have, you have to accept because the greatest thing about that is my husband always stood in that gap and said, no, this is my wife's, you know, but it was very challenging because you really, one of the things when you are challenged with that type of uh, thing, you have to kind of stay, you got to stay the course and you got to remember who you are and remember what you can do and what, remember what your accomplishments, because sooner or later it's going to come out. You know, if you stay that course and you continue to let people know what you're doing, you know, it, it will, it will eventually stop being Tony Gwynn's, you know, and it did after a while because, you know, they started telling me, oh, you have your thing too, you know, um, you're quite accomplished too, just as Tony, you know, and so now I get that all the time, you know, you are always your own person, you always did your own thing, even when you, even when you didn't have to, I said, you know, it was important to me as a woman to set an example for other women to let them know that you could do this too. You know, you could accomplish whatever you want to accomplish, accomplish, even being married to someone that's famous, you know, and I said, because in my, in my mind, I'm just as famous because mm-hmm. without me, he wouldn't be who he is. And without him, I wouldn't be who I am. So, you know, I, uh, I always stuck to what I did and who I was, and I never veered from who I was. I always stayed the course of who I was and who I am. And I always loved who I was and I always loved what I was doing. So that really helped me a lot in that particular area. I love that. Yeah, that's like all full circle. (laughs) And you've learned how to build character when you're younger and it just really helped you like stay stable and like stay constant. And that's really paid off for you. I can see (laughs) It's a stability. Mm-hmm. You don't ever have to miss another episode of Grow to Be Free ever again. You can sign up for email notifications so you can get notified every time an episode drops. Plus, you get first dibs every time I have a new resource that can help you reach your goals and become the best version of yourself in the process. So don't miss out. Sign up at the link below. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Gwen. This has been amazing. I'd love for you to share with the audience anything you'd like to, if you'd like to share your social media or anything that's coming up for you that you want people to know about. Yes, yeah, so I have a podcast coming out soon called My My Authentic Me, and that's coming out next year sometime, <clears throat> excuse me, in the uh, first half of the uh, quarter, um, so that will be there. And also, we have, uh, look for uh, the Hall of Family on uh, a streaming company coming soon, streaming soon. Hall of Family is a, uh, a documentary about Tony, not about baseball, but him as a family man. And then you could go to www.gwensport.com, www.gwendistries.com, and I could go on and on, www.gwenfoods.com. Awesome. Yeah, we'll go ahead and link all of those in the show notes so that way you can have access to them. And if you'd love to check out 
miss the Dr. Glenn's podcast. It's going to be coming out in Q1. So if that comes out by the time this this podcast comes out, we'll also link that in the show notes as well. Thank so you. Dr. Glenn, thank you so much. I, I am a woman of faith, so I do love to pray for my guests at the end of the episode. Absolutely. Allow me to. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, and thank you so much for Dr. Gwyn and just the incredible life that you have set before her. I can see that she's really fulfilled the plan that you've had for her life, um, for her, her kids, with Tony. And thank you so much for bringing them together as just like a powerhouse couple to be a great example for all of the men and women of this age. Lord, I pl- pray for an incredible blessing upon Dr. Gwyn and all of her incredible endeavors that she just keeps on going forward with. Lord, I pray for just a, a, a renewing of her mind and her soul as we come into this new year and allow her to be able to spread that renewing into the people that she works with, into her family and friends. And I pray that all of that peace just culminates and continues to uh, flow every which way that it can. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.